Good morning and welcome to the Marcus Today Breakfast Briefing. My name is Henry Jennings. It is Wednesday, the 11th of August. And as usual, with all the information contained in this briefing, it is general advice only. So please do your own research. Contact your own financial advisor regarding any of the thoughts, ideas or insights in this briefing. And if you need to, you can pause the PowerPoint slide here and read our disclaimer in full. And if you're listening on a podcast, you can head on over to our website and read the disclaimer there. All right, well, uh, another interesting, they're all interesting, aren't they? Another interesting night in the US markets. We had the Dow Jones up 163 points, 35,265 points on the Dow, up 163 there, up 0.46%. We had the NASDAQ closing down 0.49%, 72 points to 14,788. That NASDAQ just taking a little bit of a breather and tech stocks in the US having that little bit of a breather last night. Uh, That was for sure. Once again, we saw a little bit of a concern over growth prospects. But the S&P 500, as usual, in the middle for diddle, up 0.1% one of a percent, four points to 44.37. And the VIX index up 0.42% to 16.79. So a little bit of a bounce there. But the big news coming out of the US in the summer silly season, the dog days of summer before everyone gets back to normality in September, was the passing at least in the Senate of the trillion dollar. I'm not sure if it is trillion dollar. I get confused about how big the package is. But certainly the big infrastructure package has passed the Senate. Now it heads to the House, which may not be quite such an easy passage, as they say. Spy Futures, though, showing a 19-point rise today, 0.25%, heading to another all-time high, if that is to be believed. In terms of commodity prices last night, the big loser has been iron ore, $162.20 now, down another $9, 5.26%, and still, which I find strange, and still BHP and Rio held up in the US. BHP was up 1.3%, and in ADR terms in the US, Rio was up 1.6%. So riddle me that one, Batman. So in other commodities last night, we had a bounce back in the oil price, up 2.3%, $1.59, We had WTI up 2.72, up $1.81 to 68.28. This was on the back of hopes that the economy globally was recovering. It had been probably a little oversold, but the recovery in the globe uh, is hoped to recover and The same thing was the Nasdaq was falling because global growth was not seen as recovering because of Delta variant. So once again, a confusing picture is emerging, uh, continually emerging, actually. In terms of gold, last night up $5.20, a bit of a rise in the gold price. 17.31 spot 7.0, up 0.3 of a percent. In other commodities, we saw a bounce back in copper up 0.6, nickel up 0.7, aluminium up 1.2, zinc up 1.2, lead up 1.1, tin up 1.1, lithium now 92,500 there so uh, unchanged but that does tend to uh, hover around a price for some time and then push up or push down it's not the most liquid of contracts there but we did also see um, in the US square fell 2.4% so 
following those tech stocks down. So I would expect to see Afterpay come under a little bit of pressure today and maybe some of our tech stocks showing a little bit of pressure as well on the back of that NASDAQ fall. Why we follow Facebook and Amazon and Google, I don't know, but we do. That is the way of the world. Here you can see the S&P 500, but again, we, we continue to see this meandering around this push-me-pull-you, many factors at work. The Delta variant cases are increasing in Europe, the UK. They're having 146 people a day now dying in the UK. 25,000 cases still with 75% of the population vaccinated. So that is still of a concern. And record numbers of cases in the US continuing, uh, certainly record compared to uh, where they were and we are seeing those U.S. cases increase. So that's not good news. But the market continues to ignore that and is working on the free money. But again, we have many Fed heads out and about talking about tapering. Jackson Hole is shaping up to be quite significant. That's at the end of this month. And the September FOMC meeting will also be a significant watershed moment, potentially for the market, but we shall see how that one goes. As far as major stories coming out in the US, the tech drop exposes doubts on US growth optimism, and certainly there's some doubts on Chinese growth optimism, that is for sure. That is why we're seeing that iron ore price absolutely collapse. It's fallen from 220 to 160. That is a big, big fall. And uh, we haven't seen that really play out in our iron ore miners or the Aussie dollar to some extent. So maybe we've got that little joy to come. The Senate has passed the $1 trillion infrastructure bill. That's given Biden a bit of a win, but the House of Reps still to come. And Rosengren says Fed should announce in September it will begin tapering this autumn for the U.S. autumn. That is this fall. I hate that word. Uh, the Fed's Bostic sees liftoff in 2022, urges faster bond taper. You do get the feeling that the Fed heads and they are softening us up for the inevitable, given that US unemployment is 5.4%. Growth GDP is soaring still. Job vacancies are out there, yet we still have pretty much zero interest rates in the US. Crisis settings and massive amounts of stimulus hitting the US market, driving markets higher. Uh, but we should see an end to that at some stage. Real-time data suggests Asia's economy already feeling the Delta hit, and Biden stands by the U.S. pullout from Afghanistan as Taliban gains. Hmm. Kathy Wood keeps open mind on China's shares after dumping them. Good for Kathy. Bitcoin roars back, and there's many people now predicting $100,000 again for Bitcoin. That's probably the end of the rally, uh, given that that usually is the way of things. As soon as people start talking about massive prices, we usually see the end of the rally. Chip delivery time surpasses 20 weeks. There's no sign that the chip shortage is easing. That's not an easy thing to say. And COVID shots benefits outweigh side effects risks, says the CDC. I think we can all agree on that one, apart from some on Sky News. What's out today? Well, of course, we've got Westpac Consumer Confidence for August. We've also got US July CPI tonight. That will be a very closely watched one. But it is results season, and results are raining down on us today and CBA is raining cash on shareholders. It is the best of times, it is the worst of times, but CBA dividend up 
104%, $2. Cash net profit climbed 19.8%, $8.66 billion. Statutory net profit climbed 19.7% to $8.84 billion. Oh, that Royal Commission seems a long way away. Uh, $6 billion off-market share buyback, $6 billion off-market share buyback. And it will distribute one, uh, sorry, $2.1 billion in franking credits. This is an off-market share buyback. There is a difference between an off-market and an on-market share buyback. Uh, National Bank and ANZ have announced on-market share buybacks, whereby they stand in the market and buy shares in the company. So reducing the number of shares on offer, boosting the EPS, and boosting the bonuses that the CEO and his management team get. We also have IAG results today. A loss of $427 million. Revenue up 1.7. So that's why it's the best of times, the worst of times. They are still paying the final dividend, though, of 13 cents. They did flag this loss some time ago on some extraordinary write-downs. The worst of times come for iron ore, with iron ore down that 5.8%, 162.44. Hard to believe that it was only a couple of weeks ago. It seemed that it was 220 and unmovable at 220 a ton US. Now 160. BHP up 1.3 and Rio up 1.6% in US ADR terms. Tesla down half percent, Apple down 0.3, Amazon down 0.6, Netflix down 0.8, and Square, the Huey New Lewis and the News, it's hip to be square, down 2.4%. 10-year yield in the U.S. rising to 1.35%. We are seeing that 10-year bond yield rising at the moment as the taper talk continues. That is having a bit of a drag on those tech stocks in the U.S. Australia still stuck at 1.19%. Obviously, our lockdowns being quite draconian in Sydney and spreading elsewhere is going to be hurting that economic growth. Germany still minus 0.46%. And Maya is considering a placement to dilute Solly Lou's holdings and influence. There's a great strategy. Thermal coal miners are throwing off rivers of cash as prices surge in China and Europe. And there's action at Hue and Aquaculture. Twiggy Forrest may be buying his uh, a stake in the company. He already owns around 7-8% of Hue and Aquaculture. H-U-O is the stock code. JBS from Brazil announced a takeover the other day at $3.85. Apparently, Twiggy was standing in the market last night looking for 10% of the stock at $3.92. And that 19.9% may be his uh, limit. Otherwise, he would have to make a formal takeover. But that would certainly block the JBS deal. The two founders, Peter and Francis Bender, own 53%. And they have committed to voting in favour of the transaction. So this is going to make life a little interesting over at Huon. And a report into Rio's Mongolian copper mine blames mismanagement for cost overruns and significant problems there. As far as question of the day goes today, are you an afterpay shareholder? And if so, are you happy with the Square offer? You are now going to be buying into the Square story, the Jack Dorsey, the Twitter man story, the part-time CEO of Square. So you're happy buying into that story, or are you looking to exit in the market here? So I'd be interested to know your thoughts on the afterpay takeover. That's it from me today. Head on over to the Facebook discussion group. Love to have your thoughts, ideas or insights over there as usual. It's a great group. Members helping members is the motto. There's three and a half thousand of you. 
and I can honestly say it's a really well-behaved, well-run and really informative group. You can ask anything and uh, you'll always get a sensible answer rather than being trolled. So if you have any fears about Facebook, don't on our account, or at least on our Facebook account, head on over there and enjoy the site. That's it for me today. Thanks very much for listening and have a great day. Bye.